You finally want to do it. You know a lot about real estate and you think it's time to start a real estate fund. How do you go about it and what's the process? Let's talk about it. So just how do you go about starting a real estate fund? You know a lot about real estate. Maybe you've invested quite a bit yourself, but everything's owned by you already and you want to grow. You want to make more money. You want to own more properties or be a piece of that. How do you start a real estate fund? Well, it always starts with two things that you were always, always doing as a syndicator. You were always looking for investors and you're always looking for deals those two things are never going to go away those are the most important those are the fuel for the fire right without either of those there is no deal there is no real estate fund no real estate no fund no investors no fund it's just as simple as that so you are always looking for investors and deals I like to think of it as a funnel because you're working on these things all the time and you're sifting out to see what exactly you're going to be working on. As deals come in, you need to be start identifying and start choosing. Well, these this is a possibility. This is a possibility. This is a possibility. And at the same time, you get investors who, who are thinking, hmm. I'd invest in that, right? So investors are starting to think that, ah, I'll invest in that. And you get an idea of who those people are. Those are your prime candidates for being in future investors with you. As soon as you think you have those best properties, you now go into this phase called underwriting. This is the financial analysis model, but more than that, because underwriting is financial analysis, but also with the component of, do you personally want to take this project on? Does it meet your criteria of what would be worthwhile? And are you willing to put your name on it? So underwriting becomes the key thing. At some point, a deal is found and you've identified that one deal that you wanna work on. You put the deal under contract and you're done, right? Wish it was so. Well, you've got two things going on now at the same time, right? You've got this deal that just went under contract, but you've also got the security to worry about. And this... So you've got a deal, a contract you need to close and you've got a security that you need to fund. So you've got two things happening. You're always going to be have the same process in, to, in order uh, to get the deal done as it relates to the contract, right? You've got your due diligence. You might have some additional financing like a loan. Uh, and then ultimately you have a closing. But your question for being here is probably more on the security side. What exactly do you need to do in order to do the security? You've got people who are raising their hands, right? You 
You have those people who are raising their hands saying they're interested, but how do you get them from here all the way down to here? Well, it starts with you need the proper documentation. Now that you've already identified those people and you've got those soft commitments, soft commitments, now you need the paperwork that lets you do this legally. You need a PPM. The PPM is what, does, what you give to your investors. It describes the entire investment. It describes the terms that, uh, that are going to be taking place. It lets your investors know what the risks are, what the conflicts of interest that naturally exist in your deal are. It gives them a firm basis so that they understand what they're going into and lets them know also how, if they have additional questions, how they can get a hold of you and ask those questions. You also need the operating agreement. The operating agreement is the rules for the road. It's what tells the LLC that probably is the basis of your uh, syndication or fund uh, exactly what, what it can do and what it can't do. It is the manual. It is the law. It is what, it is, uh, what takes place. The PPM explains the operating agreement, but the operating agreement itself is what actually rules the day. But your investors don't sign the operating agreement, almost all, never, so they sign another agreement called a subscription agreement. So they, they signed a subscription agreement, and what that does is it binds them to the operating agreement. It says, in exchange for this money that I'm about to give you, I am entering into this operating agreement as a member of this LLC. And that's what that does. So now you've got your all of your legal documents together, but you're still not at the closing window yet. Because... Move this down here. You still don't have any money. You don't have their money yet. So you've got the documents in place. This really now becomes a process of I call latching. So you've got the people that have raised their hands. You've got the documents. You need them to latch on to your investment and commit in order to do it. And that's a lot of the work that takes place in this whole phase here. Your syndication attorney is going to take care of the documents and make sure that those are all to getting done. But this latching period is what really kind of takes, takes place to make sure that we latch properly, get your investors lined up, get that money in, get those signed subscription agreements. If you're doing a 506C offering, get the verification that they're an accredited investor uh, and then get their dollars so that at the end of the day, you can go to the closing table as well with that money that you, that you need. This is the broad picture on exactly how you start a real estate uh, syndication. Now, under a real estate fund, what you're necessarily doing is you're just not doing this part quite yet. Right? So here you're underwrite you're still underwriting deals 
and you're coming up with your founder investment theory, but you're not necessarily doing that. But you still need to do those other things. You need to get these the, the documents in place to latch those investors. At the end of the day, now you have this big pool of money, and I apologize that I don't know how to draw a pool, uh, but this big pool of money as you're closing. When that happens, as soon as you start making sales, you're filing your Form D with the SEC, and you're notifying the states of where your investors are coming from. And that's how you start a real estate fund. As you've got this pool of money too, now you're putting it into deals. Right? You're buying uh, different, different assets for them. And then you're just using the money as, as you need to. You're using that money in order to make those investments. And the returns are going to your investors in the way that you promised them. Right. So they're getting that money back. And they, then it's just a matter of keeping constant communication, making sure they're happy and know what their money is doing for them so that they keep investing with you in the future. And this is how you start a real estate fund. I thought it was helpful to draw this out. And I thought it was helpful to also draw it out as a syndication versus a fund, because the only difference really is you may not have a, a transaction going at that time. My name is Tilda Muschietti. I am a syndication attorney with the Muschietti Syndication Law Group. If we can help you put together a syndication or a fund, be happy to talk to you about it. We specialize only in Regulation D and in Rules 506B and 506C. We'd be happy to work with you. We work with people at all levels, people who are just starting out, who've never put a deal together before, but know that they want to and are committed to the process as well as large private equity funds with over a billion dollars under management. So we service everybody in between. If we can help you, please don't hesitate to give us a call.